Hey, what's up everybody? Brian Tong here. Welcome to the Apple Bits XL. I'm your host with the most, Brian Tong, for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. And this is just a few, three or four days before WWDC 2018. It's going to be our preview of everything to expect. Before we get rolling, we've got to say thank you so much to our sponsors, which are you at patreon.com slash Tong. You can check all that out. But let's, first of all, jump into the show. This is all about you all, and I continue to encourage you to call in to make this show what it is, and I love how the calls have picked up. But let's see, what do we expect here? All, all the rumors and reports are saying software, software, software. I'm sorry, if you're looking for big hardware, we may not really see it this year, and that's okay because look at what happened last year. Apple pretty much loaded the pre-holiday season, kind of the fall through the holiday season with so much hardware. It was like a barrage, so that's okay. All this software leads us and gives us indications of what we can expect to see. So first up, according to multiple reports, and this one set off by Mark Gurman at Bloomberg, this keynote is going to focus on digital health. That that might never be the sexiest thing you've thought of, but iOS 12 is going to focus on digital health. Now, Apple has recently been criticized for you know, it's addictive nature to devices, you know, how they're not doing anything to help our digital health. We saw Google at Google I.O. respond to this with some of their own features to pretty much say, hey, we we want you to use our products. We know you love them, but they're getting it's getting a little out of hand. So at WWDC, again, this is going to be held at San Jose. The keynote is on Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. In case y'all didn't know, if you're free, I will be doing my own live stream, video live stream, starting at 9 a.m., taking your live calls. We're going to do the crazy bingo card, the tweets. It's going to be super interactive, just like you've expected. But So just check it out on my YouTube channel. But here we go. WWDC, they're going to lay out their software strategy for next year, and we know it's going to be a little pulled back. This is all about really going to be incremental enhancements and improvements, but They're going to try and highlight using gadgets less. Engineers at Apple, according to the report, they've been working on an initiative dubbed Digital Health, uh, really a series of tools that's going to help us monitor how much time we spend on our devices inside certain applications. Uh, There's going to be even a menu inside of the Settings app that will allow us to not only track this, but understand how we consume digital media. But in addition to that, potentially offer features to kind of maybe limit some of the things that we do. Digital addiction is becoming kind of this this new rising trend. And kind of right now, I think it's also like a hot buzzword. But I found it surprising, right? That might be one of the big features of iOS 12. And the reason behind this, right, we know that Apple is holding back for iOS 12. A earlier report from Bloomberg even really just set it out. Look, these are some of the postponed features that we're not going to see. These are postponed. A redesigned home screen for launching apps with new snippets of info, potentially widget type things. Uh, We will not see an AI upgrade to the Photos app. We also will not see a new file management for the iPad. And we will not see um, kind of other bells and whistles in an effort. And Apple has to do this to make iOS 12 more stable, more polished, and more responsive. You, I early on called iOS 11 arguably the worst iOS we have ever seen, and now 
as things have played out, we know that iOS 11.4 just came out. I, I stand by that 100% now. Over the life of iOS 11, it is the sloppiest iOS that we have ever seen. It just is. So they need to win us back. But in look, they have to do this. But at the same time, you're not going to get new features. And it might make iOS 12, from a headline standpoint, honestly look a little boring. There's going to be some minor additions that Bloomberg is reporting, uh, details that you can snooze certain notifications. There's going to be some updates to tracking your stocks and video calling kind of little additions, as well as, yes, the thing that is going to get the biggest headlines and emojis. Okay, fine. Digital health will get the top billing. You know, I could see the news headlines. Apple is looking out for you with their new digital health features announced at WWDC 2018 for iOS 12. That's what they're going to say. And then they're going to show us also, Apple brought us new emojis. That's going to be the headlines. Mark, mark me down for that. We'll see how it happens. So iOS 12, most likely not the sexiest iOS 12 release, but still interesting Again, this is what they have to do. They need to stabilize this. And again, I found it interesting that Siri is nowhere to be mentioned as a headline feature for improvement in any report. And I talked about it last week that Siri should have been the headline feature in WWDC 2017. It should be the headline feature in 2018. If it's not, it's going to be another misstep. I know and I've said that Apple has to blow this thing up and rebuild from the scratch, from the start. And part of not talking about it is rebuilding it. But still, it looks horrible with virtual assistants and voice AI being the future. It's the future, and we've said this for two, three years, and Apple's still trying to catch up and figure it out. Let's also talk about software development with the Mac You know, the Apple Watch, Apple TV, Apple has all these platforms. We know that iOS is great. There is tons of developer support. It's going to be great because the iPhone, it sells in the hundreds of millions. And then the iPad benefits from that. And iPad, the iOS on the iPad um, still still could have, there's more to be done. But I, I love it because it feels like its own thing. So I'm curious how much will Apple actually show us of this rumored Mac OS and iOS integration apps that could work on both platforms. Will there be any hints even to the future of what we might see? We'll we'll have to wait and see. There were reports that the Mac OS and iOS integration might be delayed and not even show up at WWDC. So right now, really, we have iOS 12 with digital health and emojis and a few features and a lot of features that we won't see. Not the most spectacular right out of the gates. Hardware, guess what? Don't expect much either there. Last year, we know, and maybe Apple surprised us, right? But last year, Apple showed off like new new Macs. They showed off the new iMac Pro at WWDC. They showed off the new iPad Pro and the HomePod, all hardware. All the reports are really saying don't expect much hardware. And that's, I think at WWDC, you've got to at least surprise us. Maybe, maybe even give us a little speed bump to the Mac Pro iMac Pros, sorry, speed bump to the iMac Pros because I they just recently started appearing in the refurbished store from Apple. Same warranty, same quality. I'm looking for a new computer. 
uh, you know, the beefed up model that I want is like $1,200 cheaper, but it's still like a 6,000 plus machine. You know, that's, we're getting there, but we're not there yet. Um, so we'll see. We're, it's, again, it's doubtful that we'll see any hardware, but maybe, right? We know that MacBooks are in the works with the new next gen Intel chips. We know that that is happening. Maybe we'll see a little preview, like there's rumored 12-inch MacBook and a new MacBook Pros with this new Coffee Lake platform. But again, we don't know. I would like them to show off something, like anything related to the new Mac Pro. You know, they, they outright said it's not coming this year. It's coming in 2019. Why can't they give us, even if it was like a little sneak peek of what the body looked like, the chassis looked like, I think that would be cool enough. Everyone knows it's not coming. I would just like to see something, anything that gives us a preview of the hardware. Just just something. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, yeah. There's always, there's always a chance at WWDC to see something special. So we'll see what happens. Again, if you aren't familiar with uh, Coffee Lake and their new processor line, this would really, it's not only is it the next generation of the chip, with DDR3 RAM, you know, it they're limited because the desktop RAM that supports, you know, 32 gigs of RAM would draw too much power. This new chip, these new core i9 Coffee Lake chips do support 32 gigs of mobile RAM. Now, Phil Schiller has been adamant about the fact that it consumes too much power. So the big question is whether we see anything about with MacBooks or not, or future Macs, will this new core i9 for mobile, will they let it support the 32 gigs of mobile RAM? I think that's the biggest thing because... If they want to really separate the pro line, give it to us. Go pro, but how much battery life is that is that going to hurt us? I don't know. All right, let's take a break to talk to you about our sponsors. And our sponsor is you. Thank you so much as I've gone independent to continue to support this. We're continuing to grow and build. Uh, we're getting closer to our goal where I can bring some help on, but it's patreon.com slash Brian Tong. You can sponsor the show for as low as $1 a month. You know, chip, how about a little cup of coffee? $5 a month. It also gets higher. We have different rewards and different access to new content. I finally got a good setup, so I'm gonna sh- we're going to start doing our live video Q&As monthly uh, for some of our Patreon patron, Patreon patrons. So thank you so much again for this. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong and uh, appreciate all the love and support. All right, let's keep on rolling through the stories because that's what you want to hear about. June 4th, WWDC 2018. That is a Monday. A new kind of revelation from Gilherm, Gilherm Rambo has found that there is going to be a new Pride watch face. That's kind of the rainbow design that will drop on June the 4th. If you remember, Apple released kind of a Pride uh, band. And honestly, it also represents like the Hawaii, the rainbows in Hawaii. So I, I got it. I rock it when I'm in Hawaii. I love that thing. It's sold out now. It went out really fast. But there's going to be a watch face that matches it. People are so like so feeling this thing that they're like, why well, you got to bring a little bit of that, a bit a little bit of that flavor too. But people are feeling this so much that there's a way to actually, if you have 11.4, you can 
advance the date on your phone and then the pride watch face will be an option so if you fast forward your iphone to june 4th and you have 11.4 you'll get the pride watch face and you also get some radis too Okay, I'll just I can't play that whole song, but it's like when you think of rainbows, I've got I've totally got the Brada is vibe. All right. Check it out. Also, watch OS5. Since we're talking about the watches, it's made amazing strides. Again, I will continue to kiss the Apple Watches, but but I think the biggest issue is developers are have more and more left the platform and really use this as more of a notification bracelet. Look, here's the list of fallen big companies instagram fine people say i don't want to look at pictures on my watch i can i don't mind like taking a peek if there's cool stuff on there google maps left the apple watch platform twitter no longer on it amazon gone ebay ebay gone with their with dedicated apple watch apps lyft just dropped and discontinued their apple watch app a couple days ago and part of this is because if you look at some of like the developer terms, as of back in April, the Apple Watch apps, if you were, there were updates submitted to the App Store, they had to use the Watch OS 2 SDK or later as of April. Well, there's a lot of Apple Watch apps that didn't get much traction that were developed using the Watch OS 1 SDK that are no longer able to be updated. So some of these companies that said, oh, we'll just try the Apple Watch again when it was in its infancy, when it wasn't where it was today, before WatchOS 4 came and just blew my sock. Like, I loved what they did with it, they with the revamp and all the new things that they've added to it. Developers, they kind of jumped on board early, but they never updated it. So now there's no longer support for ones developed with OS WatchOS 1. So that's also why we're seeing these fall off the map. And, uh, you know, it is becoming more of like, oh, the notification from the app on your phone appears on your watch, go to your app. It has LTE. It's time to make more apps specifically for the Apple Watch. And one of the problems is that the APIs are not, they're not opening it up so developers can go ham, as I would say. You know, there's rumblings of the new Apple Watch hardware update coming out later this year to include like a slightly larger edge-to-edge glass, maybe increase the screen size by 15%. I don't know if that's going to actually give us new UI real estate or is it just a larger screen? We'll, We'll find out, but it's noticeably, it'll be external. Maybe we'll get some better battery life, potentially using micro LED screens for the Apple Watch, although that seems like a long shot for the new of watch Apple Watch Series 4. So there's a lot that needs to happen, at least in the app developer space. But if I was an app developer, I get it. Just make it a notification bracelet. But the Apple Watch has now taken over and shown its true dominance in the Apple Watch space. So I think I just, I'm really calling out for developers to make cool, dedicated Apple Watch apps, just like the podcast app that I use, Outcast, when I work out. But again, that is how many people use the Apple Watch specifically to listen to podcasts while they're working out? Me? (laughs) Seriously, me. Also, Apple TV, we've seen minor updates to TVOS over time. There's, you know, they added the dark mode option, 
even recently, the ability to frame rate match the content that you have with what is displayed on the Apple TV before it could be different and the native content wouldn't look the same. So what will we see in Apple TV? I'm guessing not a whole lot just because the next kind of evolution with the Apple TV is going to come with when the new Apple TV video content service comes out because I think that's going to really change everything from a standpoint of the priority of what's going to be important on the Apple TV of how they feature stuff. And if you're going to bring a new service, why not bring a new layout or at least a freshened up design? So I don't know how much we're going to see with Apple TV here at WWDC. They normally throw us a few nuggets, but 11.4 came. It brought AirPlay 2 to the table. Uh, TVOS got this update as well. So we'll wait and see. And speaking of this whole AirPlay 2, we've got to talk about the HomePod if we're talking about AirPlay 2. Uh, we don't expect to see much, but at least the HomePod with 11.4 finally, finally got stereo speaker support. AirPlay 2 allows multi-room audio and then the ability to use your calendars with the HomePod. So slowly but surely, it's beefing itself up. I know a lot of people have said they love the sound of two HomePods stereo in front of their, you know, in front of their home theater system, and it better be for $700 before tax. I'm just saying, they do sound great, and they should for two of them at $700. But it's a good solution for people that aren't going to invest in a massive home theater system. I'm sorry, I... I'm Dolby Atmos till I die. I love that stuff. It is amazing. Just take me to the movies at my home. Also, um, what what else could we possibly see at WWDC? We got some calls, but I'm just going to kind of play this one here because it's relevant to the topic. So uh, let's hear what Peter Aponte has to say. Hey, Brian. This is Peter Aponte from Brooklyn, New York. And this is in reference to the HomePod and possible HomePod Mini um, that's been rumored to be going on. I have a different take on the whole situation. Um, what if we were to see Siri make her way over to the Beats line, uh, to, let's say, the pill, instead of seeing a HomePod Mini, uh, similar to the way Apple... Uh, implemented its W1 chip into the Beats line. Maybe it's time for, for us to uh, start seeing software from Apple's side migrate over. Uh, thanks. Love the show. Uh, yeah, man. I, I dig the idea. I think it's just a, it's naturally going to happen. They need more software evolution, but I, I also think at the same time, Apple needs to fix... Right now, the HomePod doesn't have the best name to a general audience. We saw the sales numbers. Again, I'm not saying it doesn't sound great. They've just added new improvements. If you're an Apple Music subscriber and you're looking for, you you haven't really had a home audio solution, I think you're the right person for the HomePod, right? But again, just from a mainstream standpoint and the fact that it's 349, it's not convincing anyone or general audiences to just go and I got to see what the home pod does. So they need to fix 
the perception around the HomePod brand first. And unfortunately, you know, you, you get one chance to impress people out of the gates. And if you don't, that stigma around it kind of stays. I think that happened to the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch has changed, evolved, and grown. And I've made sure to let people know that and stand by it as someone who loves technology, whether it's Apple or not, to be like, the Apple Watch is the best smartwatch if you're in the ecosystem. It It is. It hands down is, and it would be great if it worked with Android. It'll it'll never do that. Maybe who you never know, but it would be great. So Siri on Beats products, yes, but why don't they fix Siri as a whole? Because Siri itself is not winning Apple or doing Apple any favors. All right. Um, the other kind of we said we don't expect to see much hardware at WWDC. And Gene Munster, who's been an Apple analyst for years, he's going to throw this one out based on all the rumors we've already heard. But he says, again, that the a Beats product with Siri integration will appear at WWDC. All right, no one has said this. No one has said this, but expect. His quote, expect Siri integration with Beats. Now, that isn't too far of a reach. You know, if it's an actual standalone product, like he's when he claims what all the rumors have said and there's nothing new, that there's going to be a new $250 Beats branded product. Well, okay. But this is also the same guy who said Apple was coming out with an actual Apple TV for years like an actual TV, and he doubled down on it and tripled down on it, and it never happened. And so he, I I don't know. These are This proclamation is just based on rumors we've seen. I really do hope Apple shows us something related to hardware because software has always been a key of WWDC, and that's why I love it because it's stuff that can affect my devices immediately and how I use them because hardware is, we're starting to peak, but... Apple needs to show us something in their other categories outside of iOS. And again, Siri needs to be a priority. If we don't, that's a huge fail at WWDC, at least for me. All right, let's check out. Um, we have one more voicemail that we want to cover, kind of some cool stuff of, you know, sometimes you hear things or see things and you know, in the wild, I guess. And so we've got this call from Applebyte Nation checking in with us. Hey, Brian. I'm from Los Angeles. I was at a party where there were some special effects people from post houses. And one of the people was being asked about having to do 4K and rendering. They said that it really didn't matter much. It only took up a couple extra hours of time. But the interesting part was that Netflix won't receive or accept anything below 4K resolution and that even Apple is experimenting with 8K at the moment, period. So I don't think that has to do with the glasses that were reported, but it is probably future plans for their screens and their Apple TVs. Okay, take care. Bye. Love it. Love the call. You know, I think definitely it it is future proofing content as we evolve and get to 8K 
you know, maybe in like two or three years. But, you know, there's there's even places like I believe Netflix for new content isn't accepting anything below 4K. So if it's an older movie, yeah, sure, licensing deals. But any new content that has been made for Netflix, they're saying it has to be 4K or higher. And so Apple, who's still not even in the content, the true content game yet, fine, 8K, bring it. And hey, it might work with those rumored glasses that reports throughout saying reports were thrown out that said they would also support 8K, 8K resolution. So good on you, cool on that. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, I don't know why I skipped around it with WWDC, is we will we are expecting to also see some AR Kit 2.0 stuff. Uh, reports said that there might be something along the lines of multiplayer augmented reality new tools that allow two players now in the same area and same space share a multiplayer experience with augmented reality so not just one user interacting now we're talking about okay we have two players the new software internally is called ar kit 2.0 Um, Another mode would allow objects to be dropped in an area and virtually remain in place to stay there as part of this. We'll see what's to come because we know, again, an Apple AR headset potentially planned for as early as 2020, or it may not even exist and they're just working on technology. I think there was even a recent job opening for a UI designer specifically in AR on an Apple jobs list posting. You know, I read, there's so much stuff out there that sometimes these articles like go into my brain and then come out the other side. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff to absorb. So look, there's going to be an exciting time. WWDC 2018, always really amazing and just an enjoyable experience for me to watch. You can also watch it live with me if you're around YouTube.com slash Brian Tong. I will be doing the live stream. We will be doing live phone calls, a big bingo card to play along with the keynote with prizes, tweets galore. You know how we do it. You just want to have fun. So thank you so much. All right. uh, Just another reminder to be a part of the show. You can call in at 1-833-888-ABXL. That's 833-888-2295. Thank you to Patreon, patrons, and supporters who are keeping this show rolling. And if I've continued to give you value, if you can return that in some way, I would love it. I also, at the end of the show, right, we got to shout out our Platinum Apples at the $100 monthly level, Brandon Ledford, Terrence McKelvey from Stratos Wealth Partners, Gil Cabrera, Andy Halverson, and Wesley Freighter. Thank you so much, and thank you to all of you who continue to support this show. All right, that's going to do it for this week. WWDC coming up. I'm excited. I am pumped. I love these keynotes. I love this stuff. Hopefully you do too. We'll see you next time. Be safe. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace.